Hello, everyone, and welcome to Believe in Betting Chicago's post-game quick hit Cubs episode. My name is Joey Christopoulos. On today's episode, it's opening day, and the Cubs have just won three to nothing over the Brewers. The home opener, Kyle Hendricks, goes the distance, strikes out nine, throws about 102 pitches. Lots to unpack here. So I brought in my good friend Dan Sanders Joyce. Dan, welcome to the first uh, post-game quick hit show here on Believe in Betting Chicago. First blush on your thoughts in the game. Well, first of all, first blush, so honored to be part of the inaugural quick hits after the game. Uh, but uh, takeaways from the game, I mean, we can only really, not only talk about, but we got to talk about Kyle Hendricks. The guy was incredible today. I mean, everything was working for him. I think he went to two, three, three ball counts, like had control the entire game. Uh, what do you have? Seven, eight strikeouts? Uh, yeah, just, nine. Nine strikeouts, no walks, allowed only three hits, and the only three hits that he allowed were to Arcia. And, yeah, I was texting you during the game. Uh, Hendricks bought a new lawnmower because he was, he was cutting it quick. Man. That was I mean, a two-and-a-half-hour game, my friend. I know. Well, you know, I, a lot of these games have been a little shorter, and we've seen some good pitching in these first few games uh, of the of this 60-game season. But uh, I think no fans actually speeds this up, speeds this game up. Just a touch, right? Uh, you know, we've been uh, – we're distracting, Dan. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we're very distracting when we're in the stands. We're handsome. We're good-looking. Uh, everyone wants a piece of us. So, of course, when we're out there, us fans, uh, it's easy for the players to slow down the, the pace of play. But, again, also, I mean, this was a lot of just Kyle Hendricks doing what he does best, right? I mean, his changeup was on point. He had that little two-seam runner coming back in on the inside corner over for strikes. And then that curveball. That breaking ball looks – delicious tonight very 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 interesting and a very nice night for Paige smith shout out his fantasy team had a very nice night because uh kyle hendricks posted at least a plus 30 number there yeah it and, was... uh, a lot to write home about with the pitching staff let's just stay with the pitching real quick um were you second guessing david ross leaving him out there with 92 pitches to start the ninth inning yeah i wasn't uh i mean i i think if if uh if riz hadn't hit that home run in the bottom of the eight i think we may have seen Kimbrell come in to start the ninth but I think that one extra run uh gave Ross uh the cushion that he needed to let Kyle go out there and finish that game he deserved to finish that game I know we want to you know he's got a, 11 more games to sort of manage and it's Rossi's first uh first big decision as a Cubs manager but I, I think he made the right one by leaving him out there yeah, they touched on at the commentary during the game about how we were noticing some certain narrative scripts with the Cubs in the past kind of being broken in David Ross's first game. The first one was Kyle Schwarber got the start in left field. Kind yeah. of maybe a small signal that, hey, man, like you're not just going to be our DH. You're not being banished to there. You're still part of that outfield mix. You've worked hard. And then the second one is, and this is the thing with Cubs fans and Joe Madden, is he has got a quick hook with Kyle Hendricks. I mean, even on a night like tonight, I think he probably would have pulled him for that ninth inning. I agree. And David Ross, let him kind of roll out. Let him know that, hey, man, we just gave you the money. I gave you the opening day start. And let's go, man. Let's finish it. And then they had that quick mound, that mound meeting. I loved it. I loved hey, the mound meeting. Hey, buddy, real quick, let's have some fun. If that's on the World Series DVD at the end, come yeah. on. That's the first thing you do. Like, his first mound visit, his first mound visit all of them out there, him telling them he's good, trusting his guy, and then one pitch later, you got yourself a victory. Um. Yeah, I mean, on the pitching side, looked pretty fantastic. Hopefully that can carry over. A nice statement game for a pitching staff that I think a lot of us were questioning, especially in our preview recently. Uh, let's talk about the lineup real quick. Uh, yeah. Let's just talk about what you liked. What did you like to see from the lineup tonight? 
Listen, I, I, I know we weren't uh, hugely offensive today, but let's also give it up to Woodruff. I think Woodruff actually had pitched a really good game through five. Uh, six? Did he pitch six? Um, what did he go through? Five and a half, six? Uh, anyway, I, I think Woodruff had a, a pitched a great game, but what I did really like was uh, seeing KB in that number one slot and taking lots of pitches and cracked the bat a couple of good times. He had a couple of good cracks. They didn't land. But he's going to hit those balls hard, and uh, and and they're going to eventually fall. I also think, man, we get we get sixty games with Rizzo and Baez behind KB, giving them ten to fifteen looks at a at a pitcher before they get up there. To man, we're going to start seeing some runs out of these guys. Yeah, KB zero for four in the box score, uh, two Ks in the game, but it doesn't feel like that, right? That first at bat. Really nice to see, and I think with all the Cubs hitters, which I was kind of impressed with, was only seven team strikeouts on the game, and not a ton of swing and miss. A lot of foul balls, a lot of not squaring up the baseball, but guess what? That's okay. You're still making contact. You're still fighting. I mean, even Schwarber had a, uh, had a nice little 7-8 pitch at bat his first round gonna, up. I was going to say, something really nice to see out of Schwarber was some, uh, some nice defensive hitting, you know, falling behind in counts and fouling off some balls to stay in there. I liked it. Yeah, so that KB at bat really did set the tone, and you made up, brought up a great point, especially for those that are going to say, hey, this is the old Cubs offense, just hitting home runs and, you know, hoping that we get great starting pitching. You know, that was true for the script tonight, but also keep in mind that, you know, Woodruff is good. Woodruff was pumping 97 in the first inning. Um, you know, was he at his best? I don't think so, but I thought he pitched himself a pretty decent game. And were we not able to capitalize? Sure, but, I mean, that's, a, that's an ace. You just beat an ace. Yeah. You were able to score two runs, three runs off him, get him out in the fifth inning with that pitch count. And they couldn't use Hader in this game because we held the lead the whole time. So right. for that, the, the script worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, I did really like uh, what I saw out of KB, out of Schwarber. Uh, my question for you is uh, Javi Baez is taking social distancing a little seriously with his distance from the plate right now. The plate is far away from Javi right now. and I'm Bit not... of a change. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what that is. I don't know who got in his ear and told him that he needed to maybe take a step back or if that's all from him. Uh, I'm willing to give it a few games to see what it looks like. I was not, I was not impressed by it today. <laughs> I didn't see the benefits of him, uh, of him giving that space. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm willing to give uh, uh, an MVP caliber player a couple of games to see if a new stance is going to work out for him. Yeah, let's give it some run, right? I think he's gotten better in the past seasons with coverage at the plate. Maybe not necessarily discipline. Like that down and away slider is still his bugaboo. But at the same time, uh, I think, from their coverage, maybe he's able to, you know, he's trying to do something. Let's kind of see it out. It was a little interesting to me. Another quick point also that the bottom of the lineup, Nico Horner hit the ball hard every single time. And Ian Happ found, uh, took a baseball into the stands tonight. Nice to see. Listen, if we can get that Ian Happ, you know, they said it during the game. If we can get that Ian Happ for 60 games, a guy that, you know, hasn't always had his place on a team uh, come in and, and be able to, to be that spark down there at the seven, eight slot. Again, we're going to see a lot of runs out of these guys if all of this stuff kind of clicks the way that it looked like it started to, to fall into grooves tonight. Especially if you want KB at the top of the lineup. That bottom half of the lineup needs to deliver something. You know, No big surprise uh, for those that didn't watch the game, Jay Hay didn't do very much. Uh, but Carantini hit the ball hard. Nico Horner hit the ball hard several times and Hap took a ball out. So I think for the bottom half of that lineup, I think that's a huge win tonight. I want to switch over real quick. We're gonna we're just doing a little rapid fire reactions here. Let's talk some fashion, Dan. Um, because uh, this is this is for people that didn't necessarily get to watch the entire game. Maybe they're on the way home. 
This is a Believe in Betting Chicago quick hit. Let's talk fashion real quick. I'm going to start with Thin Rizzy looking good, looking cut, that jawline. Let's talk about it. Hey, laying off the uh, off of grandma's meatballs. It looks like Nano's uh, Nano. What, what are they? What do the Italians call their grandmothers? N- Nano's. Oh, Nunny. Nunny, yeah, yeah laying yeah. off old Nunny's uh, Nunny's meatballs. It looks like on the off season. He does. He looks trim. He looks slim. Uh, Schwarby looks a little uh, a little svelte too. He's not. Yeah, like they're all ready to put on the Chicago food weight as the season goes along. They they came in. They thought ahead. They're like, let's trim down before we before we bulk up in the waist. Listen, maybe four months inside cooking for yourself and not being out in Chicago uh, every night is uh, cuts a couple cuts a couple lbs. Yeah, and also Dan, I want you to talk about. There's an interesting manscaping uh, reveal tonight at Wrigley Field. A certain gentleman in the bullpen. Um, has uh, taken it to a new level, and we had a hard time recognizing him. We did a double take. And who is that man, Dan? I I didn't see the arm out. I didn't see the beard. I didn't see the hair. I mean, it looks like – he looks like a completely different person. I would not have known that that was Craig Kimbrell if it wasn't for the number and the name on the back of his jersey. Yeah, all the hair is gone. And it looks like he maybe even dyed his hair, like he lightened it or something. I mean, there's a whole new – there's a whole new him going on. And typically when I see that with a player, that makes me feel very cautious and it makes me very afraid. But in this case, you know, I'm kind of all about it. Yeah, because we needed something different. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> new year new page clean face high rising fastball that works i think those go hand in hand with each other yeah i like that but yeah i mean all in all i think a really solid victory i think another little thing too is uh i'd love to get some credit out to those brewers uniforms those looked awesome yeah I like if, you to, if you had to stick me in some milwaukee threads i would probably go in that direction right there they had a, a, a lightened yellow they went with the milwaukee over the name they've kind of gotten away from the brewery the brewing type, the beer style kind of calligraphy yeah. on the name. Uh, it looked tight. Yeah, I, I was a fan of, 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 the, of the uniforms today from the Brewers as well. I was also a big fan of that Brewers lineup. I know it was just today, but man-to-man going through that lineup didn't quite scare me as much as it did last year. Uh, no Moustakis, no Grandal. You kind of think Kane is a year older. They got him hitting at the bottom of the lineup. Um, you know, Yelich still scares me. He'll get his, you know, he'll oh. get his tomorrow or, or Sunday. It's, it's only a matter of time, I'm sure. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that Brewers lineup didn't quite uh, look as daunting as it did previously. No. I'm seeing something different. It, 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 it didn't. However, uh, let's give it some time. I, I mean, you're right. Without Moustakis, uh, you know, I think they lost some power uh, in the offseason. However, uh, I think these batters, especially Yelich, you know, uh, Hendricks left a fastball down up over the middle of the plate uh, that Mel- Yelich was just a little bit late on today, three weeks later, and that dude's crushing that ball on the on the wave one. Um, and yeah, from the fans' perspective, real quick, let's just—I want to hear your thoughts. It's been an interesting day. It's been an emotional sports day, at least for me. I've been as excited for an opening day as I possibly can, with a lot of other different new thoughts in my mind. I went and oh, ordered myself a deep dish from Geno's. Um, I thought you were talking about uh, Nate, the, the, uh, Nate Robinson fighting Jake Paul on the undercard for the Tyson Roy Jones Jr. fight. Also, yes, that's what I'm saying. It's stacking, Dan. Emotionally, it's stacking for me. It's really I can only take so much after having so little for so long. But, uh, you know, let's just get past, like, the general concept of no fans in the stands. Uh, it's been covered. It looks different. Now, you know, if you're a true Chicago sports fan, have you been to a White Sox game versus the Royals on a Sunday afternoon when they both suck at the same time and it looks very similar? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. you have. So yeah. don't, and we weren't, we weren't that, uh, it wasn't that jarring for us uh, back in the day either too. No, it was nice actually. It was, it was wonderful. It was quite nice. It was quite nice. But uh, just, you know, your, your thoughts like emotionally, sometimes when I watch these games on opening day, I definitely do sometimes my mind wanders living out in LA thinking about, ah, Wrigleyville, the people in Wrigleyville, what are they doing? They're having a great time. They're walking around. And, you know, that just necessarily isn't the case that year. So, how, I mean, just how you're feeling on today. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I've watched uh, the first few games of this season, and I have not noticed uh, the fans being gone and it taking away from my experience with the game. The one thing that it has made painfully obvious to me is how awkward all of the people that get paid to be analysts on these games actually are with each other. They seem to not know who the other person is. That they actually saying. have to hang out. It's like a couple that only watches movies together. Yeah. And now well, I, they now there's no more movies, and they actually have to converse. It it the, yeah, the, yeah. the dead time the dead time is taken. Now I've noticed some improvements from last night to tonight. I will be fair. So maybe in a week from now it'll be a little bit better. But I feel I feel you. It's not necessarily very smooth right now. Yeah, and we'll see. And I, I think maybe it's always been this awkward. They just had the din of the crowd to sort of fill in the the moments of um, where the fuck do we go now? Sort of, uh, I you know, <laughs> lulls. Yeah, I mean, and for them, it's a bit of a grasping at straws of trying to figure out, like you know. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Where are they going to go next? They did mention, uh, Matt Vasgurgeon did mention weed uh, in the very first inning. Uh, so check that off your uh, baseball awkward commentary bingo card. I said people, people up on the rooftops can be enjoying funny cigarettes because there's nobody up there to smell it, as he put it. So, I mean, you know what? I'm cool with it. You know, I'm a little warped, and it's okay if this is all a little warped uh, sure. too as well. Sure. But, yeah, Cubs win 3 nothing. Uh Feels good. I'm sure everyone's going to be talking about Kyle Hendricks tonight. What do you think is the one thing heading in tomorrow you would like to see from that Cubs team that maybe you were hoping to see today and hopefully maybe they can carry it over to tomorrow? Uh, well, I'm still, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we didn't have to because of Kyle's performance, but I'm still interested to see what our bullpen is going to look like. Uh, there's still question marks there. Let's see. Um, and I just want to still, I, I want to see uh, carrying over that same discipline that I saw from KB up the plate uh, and just let him know that, because <laughs> I know he's listening, uh, let him know that, you know, you keep getting those hard hits, they're going to they're gonna fall, they're going to fall eventually and you're going to get on base a lot this year. Yeah, the little, uh, the little slivers, I hope, with some at-bats, because when you look at the box score, they only drew one walk the whole night, not a lot of hits. You're kind of like, oh, what happened? Well... They weren't able to score up the baseball. I'm kind of hoping some of these guys are able to put it on the screws a little bit more tomorrow. Yeah, like you said, hit some more line drives, and I think eventually everything's going to start to fall. Obviously, you don't want to win every single game just by hitting home runs. So you would like to see that uh, come to fruition. And, and let's just, like, you know, let's keep stacking days. You know, Nico Horner, let's see him hit the ball hard again. You know, we're going to get Kipnis into the lineup here in the next couple of days. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. And, and you know, hopefully uh, be able to put a couple of good games together. You know, final question, final thoughts, Dan. The Cubs are one and zero. When do they lose again? Two thousand twenty-two. Twenty-three. I was going to say, like, yeah, I, I don't see a loss for these guys ever for the next ten years. So uh, I don't like speaking in hyperbole. So I'm just going to leave it at ten years. Let me just tell you, Dan. Once you get to undefeated, you stay there. <laughs> yeah. And ask Nate Robinson because he oh, it, it doesn't oh. it doesn't ever change. But yeah, this is how it feels on opening day. It's the one and oh, man. Like, 
you know, this is what we're, this is who we are now. This is what the Cubs are going to look like every single day. And, and it's almost like uh, doing, a, doing a play in theater. Like the first opening night's amazing. The second show sucks. Yeah. So, you know, for obviously we're super excited. Let's just see if, you know, these four or five games, the one turn through the rotation, you know, Chatwood's throwing on Sunday. Let's see how that kind of plays out. And uh, hopefully a good start for the Cubs and good start for David Ross. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the season. Uh, we keep saying how short of a season this is, but let's, let's be honest, like game one of a 60-game season, we still got quite a bit of, of, of real estate in front of us before the end of this year. So uh, we got a good long, long time uh, to, to figure out some things and, and get everything grooving and moving. 60 games in 60 days, one down, Cubs up 1-0 after a 3-0 win over the Brewers. Kyle Hendricks has a complete game. Rizzo goes deep. Happ hits a two-run homer. All is well in the world, and Dave Ross is his first win. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. This was a Believe in Betting Chicago post-game quick hit. This is what I want to do. Just very quickly hop on, give you guys the information, maybe give you a little extra details of what you couldn't have seen if you're only just checking the box score. People have jobs, people have lives, so hopefully you can just tap in real quick and get this quick hit. Dan, thanks so much for joining. Thanks so much for having me, man. See you next week, next time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. This was Believe in Betting Chicago with Joey Christopoulos, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.